Downloads of this show are available on Podomatic.com and the Podomatic mobile app. Come in. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, it's Colby. You have a nasty habit of surviving. What they say about the fittest. everybody welcome to another edition of young a person's radio right here on radio free brooklyn i am your host colby smith and you know this morning i was uh thinking to myself uh do i want to host my radio show at 10 or do i want to host it at 11 and then i thought Two more hours, two more hours, two more hours, two more hours. I've heard your chants. I've heard your cheers. You said two weeks ago, James Bolta for two hours is not enough. We want two more hours in two weeks as well. So we've got it for you today. We've got it. We'll be on the air for another two hours. Points of order, unfortunately. Uh, will not be doing their show at 11, but fortunately for me and all of you, we will be here covering for, covering for them once again. I have a guest in the studio uh, named Alana Rubin, and we will be talking uh, very shortly. Uh, I want to mention that uh, the usual schedule will pick up at noon. That's the Stroll Show, where we interview local bands. will be on at noon, and then at 1 p.m. we have Objection to the Rule, which is Radio Free Brooklyn's uh, answer to the Sunday morning political talk show circuit. Uh, so we, uh, we'll, we will get some sports in there during the second hour. Sure, sure. As, as, a, as a, a, a tip of the cap to the crew at uh, Points of Order who are, who are, are, are loyal. <laughs> I, have to say lo- I was going to say loyal followers every week, but that makes it sound like they're like disciples <laughs> of... Young Persons Radio, and they definitely only listen to the 15 minutes that I do at the end before, <laughs> while they're, like, waiting outside the door. But they're great. They're, I've listened to their show. It's great. It's great. Uh, so if you are a fan of Points of Order, uh, you will have to tune in next week for a new episode. Uh, Young Persons Radio is the first of our astonishing all-day block of talk shows here on Radio Free Brooklyn. Uh, we will, we are the first live show. If you are still tuning in from the rebroadcast of art star scene radio, this is not get rich quick with Josh and Noel. This is young persons radio with me, your host Colby Smith, and I will be on the air for the next two hours. Now, my guest today is a wonderful comedian and writer who is exactly one half of Nanner's comedy. The other half, of course, being Lana Schwartz, with whom she co-hosts the monthly comedy show My Hometown, where comedians talk about, well, where they grew up. Their web series, Secrets and Lies, hit the web last summer and can be found online at nannerscomedy.com. 
She also newly hosts Sick, a show about illness and injuries, which we will be talking about very shortly. And she is, above all, the best goddamn karaoke partner you could ever ask for. Please welcome to the show, Alana Rubin. Wow. What a what an intro. Yes, I've I take the intros very seriously. I, I mean, I appreciated every single word of it, especially the karaoke mention. Yes, uh, yes. That may be the most important part. <laughs> yes, yeah. so regardless glad. of all that you've worked hard to achieve. <laughs> yes, it doesn't matter. Put out there in the world. Uh, yeah. What matters is singing drunk covers of uh, Whitney Houston. It's true. And, and I'd be lying if I didn't say that that is where I work the hardest. Yeah. Uh, my covers of Whitney Houston and Rihanna and <laughs> all my faves. Uh, I, I aspire to be a karaoke singer, you know, above yeah. all else. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, sometimes it fe- I, I've said this on the show before. It feels like more of a pure release sometimes than oh, yeah. any any comedy thing yeah, that we work on it's uh well first thank you for having me today oh I'm of course excited. i'm glad you're here um i will also say that it is like um well you can't like go out and scream uh to the to the earth uh, yes. in public as people much as you will, might want to as much as you might want to people might not like it uh they might think you uh are you know crazy um and they might get worried but when you sing karaoke, it's kind of like you are screaming out for help, but yes. it's disguised by yeah. a, a pop song or what have you. More than once, I've described karaoke as being in a room with my friends so I can scream. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what it should be called. But karaoke is shorter. So <laughs> Some, I mean, sometimes I think that's what it means in, in Japanese. right? <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's the direct translation. <laughs> I would believe it. I would believe it. So, Alana, where should we start with you? You've got oh. all all kinds of stuff that we uh, we should talk about. Should we talk? Talk about sick we because talk it's about the sick it's first. the most it's the most recent yeah. I guess thing you've done. Uh, yeah, it's it's uh, the anxiety hasn't set in about it because it's very new. <laughs> right, you can still be yeah. excited about it. Yeah, yeah, I'm mostly anxious and excited all the time. <laughs> uh, yeah, sick uh, comedy show about illnesses and injuries. Uh, it is it's great. I I got the idea uh, when I was having a meltdown late one night and I was like I need to do something. Um, <laughs> And I thought of this. I am always sick. Uh, I'm a person <laughs> who always has something happening. Uh, I was just telling you that I, my allergies, this isn't a sickness, but I, well, allergies are a sickness. Yeah. Um, Would you say we were talking off the air? We were talking off the air, <laughs> off the record for my journalists out there. <laughs> my favorite podcast trope. Yeah. Or like when you see a, like a live like an in conversation with it, the yeah. moderator always makes the point to be like, you know, you and I were talking backstage. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we are friends uh, about we, uh, Peggy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we know people. We have a rapport. Yeah. Uh, the audience may feel alienated exactly. right now, but this we is important this, for me. We have this whole relationship that I just want to uh, uh, yeah. wag in their faces, even though they're here to see you. Yeah, uh, FOMO is real, and you all should feel it right yes. now. <laughs> anyway, uh, go on, go on. Oh, it is. Um, it's the best. So I, yeah, I am a person. I also have an autoimmune illness. Uh, I don't like saying the real name because it is a disgusting name. Okay. It is. I'll say it though. Oh, okay. Uh, Great. It is, I was uh, about to say you yeah. don't have to say it if you don't want to. <laughs> uh, I, I will. Uh, because yeah, let's hear it. It's, it's not even the disease that's disgusting. It's just the name of it is not uh, audibly pleasing. Okay. To my ears at least. Okay. Um, but it is called Churg-Strauss syndrome. Ah. Uh, yeah. Try and say Churg. Your mouth doesn't Churg? like it. Yeah. Your like, mouth doesn't uh, like it. It's like, like, why are you saying this? It reminds me of Anton Chigurh from, <laughs> from No Country for Old Men. Remember the guy, no, the, the Javier Bardem's character oh, with yeah. the hair? Yeah. 
Wow. Didn't remember his character's name, but (laughs) very vividly remembered the hair. Um, I just watched that movie uh, a little while ago. Um, And, oh, it's so it's a form of vasculitis, which is an inflammation of the blood vessels. Uh, There's no cure for it. It is very rare. Um, And I... (laughs) I'm not like other girls. <laughs> <laughs> I have a very rare autoimmune disease. <laughs> I think I should put that on my Tinder profile. Maybe. Oh, 100% <laughs> you should. Oh, my God. Oh, that's, that's very funny. <laughs> and, I'm not uh, like other girls. I have a very rare autoimmune <laughs> <yeah>. disease. <laughs> Honestly, it's not it's not going well otherwise, and I think this is the only way to make it better. Honestly, if I saw that, I'd be like, that rules. <laughs> okay, you know what? I will do that, and I will let you know, Colby. Okay, yeah, yeah. send us a screenshot, and we'll put it up at, uh, yeah. on, 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 I don't know. I, we don't really have, this show doesn't really have this, a web presence. That's it's a, a big goal for me by the end of the year, so look out for that, listeners. For, for a web presence? There will be some form of yeah. website for the show that's not... RadioFreeBrooklyn.com backslash show backslash, <laughs> but I don't even hey, know. Hey, a URL dash. slug is still a web presence. That's right. Yeah. You know, even yeah. if it's many. Yeah. Uh, I actually, this, is, this isn't related to sick. We can go back to that after. But today I was writing back to a Tinder message and the, this guy was like, um, what did he say? Oh, whatever you baked looks good. And I, I don't have any pictures on my thing with like baked goods. I also don't bake. Um, uh uh-huh. And I got very nervous that he, like, I don't know, found a secret profile of me or not even secret, but just, like, went digging. And then I looked at my pictures, and the only thing that I could think that he thought I baked was a platter of gefilte fish that I was holding <laughs> <laughs> on Passover. or cool. from, Or, no, from Rosh Hashanah. And I, it was just, like, I asked for clarification because I don't – if he did get yeah. to digging, then that is alarming. Um Anyways, I just wanted to mention that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but Sick is great. Uh, we've only had two shows so far. It's still new, but it is so much fun, and it's so, um, like, I think I the most important thing is that it, like, remain, it uh, holds on to this, like, sense of sincerity and, like, genuineness and just, mm-hmm. like, vulnerability. Um, and I really like that in comedy. Uh I like when shows uh, aren't afraid to like show actual emotion and where like characters care about each other and Mm -hmm. aren't just like, I don't know, joke machines, Uh, which those shows can be great too. Oh, Um, sure. And I admire the writers who work on those shows. But yeah, Yeah. I think I form more attachments. Totally. Things that happen. Are are you thinking of a specific one that uh, rises to the top of the list of examples I'm sure we could name. Yeah, of good stuff or... I'm, yeah, of shows where, where it's 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 got a, 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 I don't want to say a softer center, but a bigger heart. Yeah, I guess, yeah. Like, um, I guess 30 Rock is the opposite of that. 30 that Rock, they are uh, joke machines. It's a joke machine yeah. show. And I mean, I, I love 30 Rock. Yeah, yeah. I'm not, it's I'm not down on it. No, 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 no. <laughs> We're not, we are not... We are not uh, slighting Thirty Rock. Maybe here. we should. Maybe that's how we're this this show's gonna gonna take off. Okay, you know they I hate Thirty Rock. <laughs> I've never uh, associated <laughs> myself with controversy, but I'm ready to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and yeah, I I mean that is it. I I'm not a Thirty Rock head. Okay, yeah. I'll say it. Um, and I have tried, and I watch it from time to time, but it's not a show that I get attached to. Whereas I, The Office is always in my queue. Yes. And it like, it just, it's so, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. The characters are just so human and like there are jokes, but I don't, I don't know. I think there's a difference 
in like the way the jokes come from the characters on The Office and the way the jokes come from the characters on 30 Rock. Mm-hmm. And I don't know the specific like way to describe that nuance, uh, but it's there and yes. they are different. And I mean, I could tell because it's, I just don't gravitate the same way to 30 Rock as I do to The Oh, Office. yeah. Um, but I think Parks and Rec is a very good like middle point mm. between those two. Uh, because I love that show and I'm so attached, but I feel like the, I don't know, they are sometimes, you're like, wow, they're churning out the jokes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, uh, <laughs> uh, again, to, uh, to maybe associate myself with controversy, yes. famously do not care for Parks and Recreation. Wow. Yeah, I don't I know, know what that. it is. I, I think it's because I only like Amy Poehler's character. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, I think uh, what's his face, Chris Pratt's character is yeah. so annoying. Wow. <laughs> and I also I feel like he's got nothing. Again, I I don't want to just turn this into uh, dumping on Parks and Rec. Yeah. But I feel like he's just dumb. Wow. And uh, uh, I don't know. They 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 don't uh, they don't they don't strike me as real as uh, the characters on The Office. Yeah, uh, half agree. (laughs) Well, I will say that I always relate most to like the idiots on the show. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Like I have a weird, I, I don't know why, but I relate a lot to Kevin Malone on The Office. Oh, sure. (laughs) (laughs) And I cannot explain further. I don't know. I just like, I don't know. I have, I think like I could be an idiot sometimes. Uh uh, And there's a lot that like, I, I don't know. There's a lot that I don't get in this world. Uh, sure. So <laughs> having those characters, like I don't know, comforts me because I'm like, oh, there, there's a place for me. I guess it's this Chris Pratt, this man character. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think like it's weird. We're the Parks and Rec and Thirty Rock were on at the same time, right? Yeah, I think uh, uh, Parks and Rec came along a couple years after. Yeah, I mean, maybe it was like two or three years into Thirty Rock. Yeah, I think yeah. the three of them may also like overlap. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it is interesting. It like I mean, obviously, people always talk about like the golden age of TV and stuff, but it is pretty cool that the three of those shows were on at the same oh, time yeah. and all like had these very cult, like specific followings. Yeah, too. and they were all on like Thursday night. Yeah, uh, yeah. like you could just t- tune on. It turned on NBC for an hour and a half and have those three. I actually, when The Office, there was a point when The Office was on TV that I didn't watch it when it would air. And then I picked up like years later because mm-hmm. in college, like I was never in my dorm when it aired, but also my roommate was always watching TV when I wanted to watch The <laughs> Office. Yeah. And, uh, at, you know, as I've stated, I'm not a person of controversy. <laughs> yes. So she bit. She, so you she wouldn't watched say, the TV. Hey, maybe, maybe I. No, nope, I just watched Dexter on Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I never, uh, I never really watched Dexter, but I remember it winning uh, acting awards yeah. at the Emmys and being like, maybe I should check it, and then just not. not it was good. Yeah. I mean, I did. I also did not finish that show uh, because when I moved off campus, I could watch whatever I wanted. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I only watched what was on Netflix at that time, uh, and. It, I loved it. It was a roller coaster of a ride. Mm-hmm. But I, I also feel like that era of The Office, Thirty Rock, into Parks and Rec was maybe the last time that network. I guess Modern Family is still around, but Modern Family was never like young and hip in the way that those shows yeah. were. But it was the last time that I could really pinpoint to that's a show everybody watched. Yeah, uh, that's not like a. I feel like Sunday night HBO dramas are the only thing that we have anymore that like 
we know we're gonna have to talk about at work. Yeah, you know, um, that's a good point. But I, I really, I'm, I'm, I've talked about it briefly on the show before. Yeah. But I, I very much feel in my day to day life the fracturing of the media landscape that, uh, that people talk about in the entertainment press. Yes, because uh, like no one's watching the same thing. Yeah, well, there's too much. There's too much else out there. Yeah, you know. Yeah, absolutely, I agree. It's weird. Like you'll get like certain. You'll get small amounts of people watching very specific things. The yeah. only thing that I can think of right now that's on like a network is The Good Place. I've heard a right. lot of people talking about that. Uh, I've heard them talking about it. Yeah. I'm not watching it, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Colby, maybe that is your <laughs> I mean, maybe it is. But, uh, yeah, you know what? Maybe it is. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't mean to, to for you to... You know, feel bad about that. that no, is, no, I, I don't. That's the to... thing is, I don't. Maybe I should feel worse about it. <laughs> no, Lana <laughs> like, famously does not. Famously, very famously, does not love the good place. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I outed her uh, before <laughs> she wanted to be outed about this. I don't even know if she's <laughs> listening. Uh, but I. So I don't know. People, you know, you're allowed to not like it. It's you know. Sure. I think I mean, people I haven't just, even tried it yet. I think people just get excited because it's like I think. In a long time, it's the best one we've seen. Although I've heard right. good things about like Superstore and like uh, the Matthew Perry one that just got that got canceled a few yeah. years ago. Yeah, it was very short lived. Like I've heard here and there good, but yeah, it's not the same as like the Thursday night lineup. Now, now, and also like the, the the with those, it's just like everyone talked about. Like you had to, yeah, you had to have seen it. Yeah, and I was always out of the conversation. <laughs> I told the story. I told the story recently where. Uh, um, but when 30 Rock, 30 Rock's last season was airing right when I moved to New York. And uh, I like two nights before the finale, I went to see Titus Andronicus at Brooklyn Bowl. Oh, my God. And Brooklyn Bowl, horrific venue, terrible place to see a band. <laughs> if your favorite band is coming to Brooklyn Bowl, just wait till they come to town. Next. <laughs> uh, it's so bad. Like, the, like the pauses. So for people who don't know, it's at a it's a bowling alley that has like a venue set up i mean it's like this big operation the big building but in the band would finish a song and they like it would be like (laughs) and then there would be that those few seconds of silence and you would hear like you would hear people bowling (laughs) it was terrible oh my god it took you out of it every possible time and it was so loud so anyway, so oh Titus Andronicus comes in. Patrick Stickles, who is just like the angriest punk dude around at this point, uh, just like uh, of that level of success, I guess. So angry. They're getting ready to do the big finish of the show, which is like they play the last couple songs from the monitor, like back to back, right? Uh-huh. And this guy goes, I want to send these next couple songs out to 30 Rock and everybody at 30 Rock. Show's ending, been on for seven years. Feel like I'm losing my best friend. <laughs> I love that. I, love I was so unprepared for it. <laughs> what did you like? What was your reaction? People cheered. The whole crowd was like, yeah. Yeah. It's so, I also love it when celebrities talk about their favorite shows because like, it's just so unifying. It is. Yeah. Especially that this is like, this is a venue that you have right now and you don't have to talk about anything. You just have to perform your songs and your own agenda. Yeah. And like, but he took the time to appreciate something yes. he loved. I know. <laughs> That is so great. 
more people should do that. It's just like it was like at that. I mean, it's usually at that point in like in rock shows, it's like they just stop talking and they just play song after song. Yeah. But he stopped the momentum of the show, just be like, "This is on my mind. I gotta say something about okay. it to these people who are who understand. We're in New York." Like, oh man. I mean, if you think about it, he he could have been making a speech about something way worse. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Know? Exactly. He could have said he was. Something bad. Exactly. And he didn't. He yeah. said he was a 30 rock <laughs> I, I should mention, I have not mentioned yet, uh, that if you want to call in and join in, the number is 904-351-0729. That's 904-351-0729 if you want to call in. And I certainly suggest that you do. I do, too. Now, Ilana. Yes. I prepared you for this a little bit before the show. Okay. We were talking off the air. Yes, off the air <laughs> during one of our very in-depth pre-conversations. Do you know who this guy Billy Joel is? I've heard of him. <laughs> yeah. I've heard of him. He does that song. Uh, he does that song, Piano Guy. Oh, uh, I'm it's the called Piano, piano guy, guy, right? <laughs> uh, da, da, da. Is that it? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the one, right? Oh, yeah. Sing me a song, The Piano Guy. You're the, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Sing me a tune. You're the piano guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. Uh, uh, so he he does this thing at uh, 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 Madison Square Garden. Uh-huh. Every month he plays a show at Madison Square Garden. Oh. And has been doing so for the past uh, the past couple of years, I guess. That's cool. Um, because this is apparently the only city in the world who cares about him yes. at this point. Well, uh, that makes sense. And even <laughs> us, we should drop off, Yeah, I think. Now, uh, you're, you're from Queens. Uh-huh. You, I feel, uh, I feel like people in New York feel this obligation to, like, at least care a little bit about Billy Joel, even if they, 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 uh, they don't listen to him because he's like this Long Island guy. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, I, uh, I don't know if I would, I don't hate the guy. Sure. You know, hate's a strong word. I just don't think about William Joel. Yeah. Uh, can I call him William? I, I, look, this is a 70-year-old man who still goes by Billy. Uh, I think it's so time, I we, think call it's time we call him William. I think it's time we call him William. I yeah. don't know. I, I don't think... Well, as I also mentioned before yes. the show, yes. uh, <laughs> I, in high school, in, okay, so in, like, elementary, middle school, I just, I think I just listened to whatever I thought my friends were listening to. Yeah. And then in high school, I still felt that way. But all my friends were like too into classic rock. Yep. And I was a bit deterred from the genre. That's not to say that I didn't try very hard to like it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, well, most of it is horrible. Most of it's horrible. <laughs> so, I was just like, I get it. The Beatles are good. Uh, no, I'm not, you know, arguing that. Yeah. But Billy Joel just never hooked me. <laughs> well, that is that is good. So I, uh, being completely upfront here, yeah. I had a I had a bit of a phase where I was super into him in high school. That's okay. But like, you know, when you be, as as the Apostle Paul once said. Yes. Uh, F- refamiliarize me. <laughs> the Apostle Paul, one of, uh, uh, one of the chief authors of the Bible. Oh, okay. He said, okay. when I become a man, I put away childish things. Oh. And in this case, those childish things are the albums of Billy Joel. <laughs> So this guy, for some reason, uh, despite being a wart on the music industry for the, the years that he was uh, active, uh, uh, wart is, is for some reason still like in the public eye. I guess because of this uh, Madison Square Garden residency. So yeah. Jimmy Kimmel has him on his show this week because he's in Brooklyn this uh-huh. week, and uh, concurrently Bruce Springsteen is on Broadway. Yes, that right? I want to yeah. see. Yeah, uh, I know about two Springsteen be, songs. I might be going to that. 
Oh, I, no, that's I, good. I want to hear how it is. I'm going to tell you all about it. Okay, I can't wait. So Billy Joel, they, they apparently were at the same show. They both, he and Jimmy Kimmel were at the same Bruce Whoa. Springsteen and Broadway show. And then they go, he goes on the talk show, and this is what he, this is what he says. You were also last night at so I can't Bruce hear Springsteen. I hear it. Which I was okay. at that show. I didn't see you there. But I will tell you that I heard that you were there. So we assumed you were backstage and we're going to make a big surprise appearance with Bruce at the end of the, of the show. I asked Bruce about that. He said, there's no special guest appearances. <laughs> no guest. Show. No. <laughs> How much oh, do you want to yeah. bet? How much do you want to bet that there are special guest appearances? Yeah. And that night, Bruce was like, yeah, I don't know if, uh, yeah. I don't think we're really doing that. No, the, the format doesn't really work for special guests. No, sorry. Uh, <laughs> Every other night, it's like, please welcome. <laughs> Share. <laughs> yeah. Share's here to sing, uh, to sing Thunder Road. <laughs> with me. I would uh, watch that. Billy Joel. I think what's so oh. funny to me about this is that Billy Joel is just like, I'll go see my buddy Bruce on Broadway. He shows up, he's backstage, he's like, and then he says, hey, you think I could jump on for a little <laughs> piano guy? It's not the comedy seller. It's yeah, not it's like, like, hey, can I, can I jump on for oh a couple minutes? Oh, my God. That, <laughs> now I feel kind of bad for him. Maybe I should listen to Billy Joel. Oh, no. This is this reverse. This is the opposite yeah, of what I wanted. Yeah, this is what he wanted. This, this is, is exactly what he wanted. wanted. What if he... What if Bruce Springsteen doesn't? What if they don't have each other's numbers? And he's just oh, yeah. saying that he talked to Bruce, but he didn't talk to Bruce. Yeah, yeah. I asked him about it. I would. You know, he, what he should have said is he asked me about it, but I said no, Bruce. This is your night. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That wasn't a very good retort, even if he didn't have Bruce's number. <laughs> <It's true. laughs> he still looks bad in this. Even in this, <laughs> even in this made-up story, he can't even like oh. make himself. The hero. It's like having a He's dream where a you're loser. still like low stats. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I had a dream where I was a plot. Well, no, you know, no disrespect. Yeah. To I had a dream I was the. Uh, I had a dream I was the co-pilot of a plane. <laughs> <laughs> Just taking orders from the guy who knew what he was doing. Yeah, I had a dream I was Drake's assistant. Nine zero four three five one zero seven two nine. That's nine zero four three five one zero seven two nine. If you want to call in, yeah. And we both uh, uh, would encourage it. We like we like talking to people. We like the calls. We like just call call your parents. That's but, right. But call us instead first. <laughs> That's right. So you and uh, I want to I want to get this on the record. Yeah. You and I met in a way. Yes. That if Judd Apatow were making his <laughs> inevitable follow up to Funny People about yeah. the New York at this time. Yes. Two characters would a hundred percent meet this way. Oh my god. We were going to Maud Night. At the UCB Theater, which is their weekly sketch yeah. show, their house teams perform sketches, and we kept seeing each other in the line for Mod Night week after week. And finally, one of us said, "Hey, we see each other all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Let's we be should friends." Say hi. <laughs> yeah. And and also, we can't forget the uh, the part that Brooklyn Bagel played in this. Yes, of course. Equation. Yes. Brooklyn uh, Bagel on Eighth Avenue. Yeah, uh, we would often be there beforehand. Yes. I, um, I, Many a times I would have a salad. <laughs> yes. Very sad salad. <laughs> I would have I would have a very bad chicken sandwich. Yes. Uh that, that was I've just kept getting for some reason. And I kept getting the salads. <laughs> and you know what? These are things that we'll have to reckon with later. <laughs> yeah. Uh why do we keep making these decisions? But yes, that is how we met. It was for sure. Funny people too, starring us with the same yeah. exact plot line. Yeah. Uh, the plot line of how we became friends. Yeah. Uh, who's the who's the who's the comedian who we would write jokes for that I would uh, uh, 
cut you out of getting the credit oh, for. Oh, wow. I guess Dream World in Funny People 2. Uh-huh. Jenny Slate. Jenny, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd love to write jokes for her. Sure. Just feel like I get her. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she's incredible. Yeah. Uh, have, you watched, you? Uh, have you watched? Oh, from, oh uh, yeah. let's see. Let's see. Someone of that. I mean, Dream World, sure, would be like John Mulaney. Ooh, I love, yeah. I love John I feel Mulaney. like we both have their sensibilities. <laughs> wow. Bit. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. <laughs> I'll say it. I'm controversial today. That's right. Alana's starting a bunch <laughs> of fights today. And we, this one is. <laughs> we have John Mulaney's and Jenny Slate's sensibilities. <laughs> and you guys could at me on whatever about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what were you going to say before I cut you off? I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> But that shit, I liked Funny People. I haven't Me watched too. it since then, but. No, I remember seeing it when I was like, a, when did what'd that come out? Like I was like a senior in high school or something like yeah. that. And uh, uh, it was very important to me at that point. Yeah. I was like, I, this gets it. Yeah. I was like, oh, I, I could do this. Yeah. It's a hard world, but I could be part of it. It was, I, was, I mean, this is, you know, the first time I had seen, it's certainly not the first time it was done, but it was the first time I had seen a movie about young comedians and of course so now too. you can't escape young comedians in movies or tv <sighs> we're everywhere yeah we're yeah. everywhere and yeah. it's like you know what how people i guess still want to see this <laughs> someone i i won't say who this was but someone yeah. was like told me recently uh uh this person said i love watching veep because i know i'm not going to see anybody we know on it <laughs> <laughs> but well which is very fun. I mean, except for like except for Michael Delaney is, Michael Delaney. Uh, but he's not. He's not. I wouldn't but, call him someone I know. He's just someone I recognize. That's true. <laughs> he's in the other guys too, and yeah. that always makes me jig- uh, jiggle. <laughs> <laughs> it makes you jiggle, huh? Okay, chuckle. <laughs> uh, but uh, Sam Richardson is the Second City guy, so I guess he's not like New York comedy, scene, right? But I feel like degrees of separation mm-hmm. there. But yeah, I guess I I relate to that. Yeah. I, Oh, man, I love Julia Louis Dreyfus. Yes, I just love her so much. She keeps getting, she keeps earning that Emmy. Is the thing she, really... she gets it every year, and she deserves it. <sighs> I don't remember. <clears throat> I don't remember who was nominated this year, and maybe there was. I feel like maybe somebody deserved it. Like, I just love her so much. I don't know. Yeah. I like sometimes, you know, I'm very aware that there's a lack of diversity, and like the people that get credited for. Uh, you know, the hard work that they do. Uh, don't mind me. I'm trying to take my sweatshirt off. Okay. <laughs> but I I just, yeah, I, I love her. And But I do, I don't know. I'm very, I'm at a, a standstill with myself because I'm, or no, I'm conflicted. That's the better <laughs> word. Because like I want there to be change. But I want everybody to get awards, I think is my totally. thing. I yeah. want, I'm just, again, very controversial. I I just want everybody to be rewarded for their hard work. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's not the fight that you're going to start yeah. uh, today. I don't think anyone's going to be like, "No, <laughs> yeah. only some people should get them." <laughs> and that's and that's okay. I don't know that that's the is it a mountain or hill that I want to die on? <laughs> Both. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just going to tell you right now: if you take that, you're going to run into headphone yeah, trouble. That's why it's that. just okay, resting okay, on my okay, shoulders cool. right okay, now. Cool. <laughs> We'll have a we'll have a break soon. We'll have a break soon. That's, I'm I'm in it, and it's just gonna rest on my shoulders. <laughs> okay, cool. Okay, cool. Now, Alana. Yes. We do something on this show uh, with every every guest uh, thereabouts that is that I like to call the Young Persons Radio Guest Questionnaire. <gasps> I love. This is a okay. series of questions that has developed over the course of the show. Okay. 
that I think are fun. The first of which being, who is the most famous person you've ever met? <gasps> oh, boy. Uh, okay. Well, I used to work at MTV. Uh, nice. So... <laughs> I think, man, it, (laughs) uh, wow. Okay. This shouldn't be that hard. Uh, (laughs) it used to be Nancy Kerrigan. Can I say that? Yeah. It used to be Nancy Kerrigan, but then I started working at MTV and I think it must be a tie between J Cole and, uh, maybe like, oh, oh, uh, uh, one of the Teen Wolf actors. Uh, Oh, really? Yeah. D- Dylan O'Brien, I would say, is oh, the most wow. famous one. Okay, Teen yeah. Wolf is a great one. Yeah, that's a super specific one. Also, I didn't work on the show, but I worked on like right. a project that uh, we like had to be in correspondence with uh, the writers, mm-hmm. and so we had like a we had a point of contact for gotcha. all the all the writers. And I when I went to LA after the project was done, uh, he, he brought me onto the set, or like I met him on the set, and I got to like go around and I met. Dylan O'Brien very briefly. Uh, he was very nice. Oh, that's yeah. very nice. And I had a huge crush on him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you saying that you would visit the set made me uh, think of these. Uh, do you know about O-Maze? O-M-A-Z-E? No, but it rhymes with my nasal spray flow nays. <laughs> <laughs> no way, mine too. Yay! So O-Maze is this organization where they do, it's like a it's like a, a unique approach to fundraising. Oh. Right? Um. And they have celebrities do these, uh, like, like they they agree to do like uh, contests or like they you, you meet people or something. Uh-huh. Basically, it's like the more money you donate to this cause, the more chances you have to win this like trip to L.A. to meet. Uh, and they're always like super hammy yeah for example we've talked about twin peaks repeatedly on the show the last couple <laughs> weeks and this is kyle mclaughlin's so he's sip he's sipping this coffee oh my god right mm. <laughs> kyle mclaughlin here and i'm going to let you in on a little secret every day once a day give yourself a present so just doing these lines from twin peaks 30 years chair. later oh for this the chance to join me in L.A. for a, excuse me. Oh, here we go. A damn fine cup of coffee. Oh, oh it's so God. embarrassing. <laughs> How does he do this? It's so embarrassing. I would. That's so much. Oh, that's and it's, a lot. Oh, God. It's so, it's so painful. <laughs> I, 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 we got it. We got to stop. Let's take our call. Let's take our <laughs> oh, call. Oh, we have a call? We have a call. <gasps> Caller, welcome to the program. You're on with uh, me and Alana Rubin. Uh, hello, Colby. I was told that this is a place where famous musicians from the mid-aughts could call in and be heard indefinitely. Yeah, uh, you you would not be wrong about that. <laughs> Are you a famous musician? My name is Colin Malloy. Oh. I was once the front man for a fine little band of minstrels and wayfarers known as the Decemberists. Yes, uh, of course I know oh, wow. who you are, Colin. Yeah. You you had a song on one channel, I think. My good friend Marta told me I could call in and just yak the day away <laughs> with you, my illustrious good sir gentleman, and whatever fair guest you have on the show forthwith. And, and what a uh, fair guest so, uh, we have on today. <laughs> Thank you. Miss Alana, <laughs> I doth 
my feathered cap to you. Oh, wow. I wish you a good morrow. Wait, I greet people at my office and I say good morrow every day. That's just something. Don't you and Colin have. a special thing that only I do. (laughs) Well, newsflash. Colin. Mr. Lana Rubin, uh, maybe when you start a national sensation of a band that uh, for some reason modernizes old, weird, sort of like steampunky tropes (laughs) and uh, modern-day ethnic slurs into something that everybody wants well, to listen to. Wait, what, what was that last one? Modern day can... ethnic slurs. Oh, sure. I have a song with Chinaman in the title. Did you know that? Uh, it's in there. Off the top of my head, I did not. Um, but I Well, it's that. in my B-sides. Oh, okay. I guess you're okay. not a true fan, Colby. Well, I mean, you know, it, it, I really fact, only... the song is called The Jewess and the Chinaman. Oh. You're kidding me. Rubin, not to presume... But uh, uh, perhaps you would enjoy that song. Uh, I feel like I'm okay, but <laughs> but that is like a very, I mean, a lot, of, you know, I feel like not to say, I'm not going to say anymore here. That's a, that's a song that, that I produced into mainstream popular music. Mm-hmm. I don't remember it from One Tree Hill, but <laughs> I, I'm very but was, happy for you. Was Decemberist music on One Tree Hill? I think once or twice. Well, you would know, Colin. Uh, yeah, shouldn't you know that? I'm going to have to send a missive to my <laughs> to my agent. Asking a missive. Him what he's doing. He sounds like he's been rather liberal with my licensing fees. Well, Colin, can I just say he's that... He's always been a scallywag. Can I just say that you talk exactly how I hoped you wouldn't talk? <laughs> Colby, I don't know if you've listened to... Any of my many, many gold-selling albums, I li- and thought, I listened to ah, the, this to the- modern bard must be putting on some kind of charade. It must be some elaborate form of pageantry. But in fact, that is not the case. This is how I am all the time. <laughs> that is that. It, that I, is actually what I thought, though. Say charade again. <laughs> charade, charade. <laughs> Excuse me, ma'am, but if you had been born and spent the first seven years of your life being raised at a Renaissance fair, you too <laughs> oh. would speak with such illustrious diction. Oh, That's God. true. I spent a lot of time in malls during my childhood. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm trying to think of which one malls, I would Malls, like where you shop. I'm trying to think of which... I, I think The King is Dead is the one that I had. Oh. I uh, one, of, one of the later... Later hits, still great, but uh, yeah. not the, uh, the masterpiece for which uh, I was skyrocketed to fame, such so, as Castaways I, and Cutouts. Yes. I have a question. The Crane Wife. Colin. Shoot. Colin. Colin, I have a question. Madam, I am at your service. <laughs> if it is within my power to grant you the answer to the question you seek, please. Cool. Regale it unto me and await my response. Cool. Uh, so, like, what do you, what do you do now? Like, the, does, do the Decembrists still make music, or like, what do you do? What do you, like? How do you spend your time? Do the Decembrists still make music? <laughs> Turn on your radio right this very second. I can't. I'm on a radio show. Very, very far down. It's not top forty. It's it's not even top one thousand, but it's on the radio all the time. We're churning out hits constantly. Also, 
We write most of the score for the Assassin's Creed soundtrack. They make a new one of those like every year. Uh, is that true? Is that a game or a movie? Time? It's a, well, it's both now, oh. right? It, wasn't, it, was a, it was a movie with Michael Fassbinder. Oh. It is quite Is he the one who showed his penis franchise. in the movie? Oh, okay. In shame. And then George Clooney oh. talked about it at the Golden Globes. <gasps> George, Clo- I, oh, I love I thought, George Clooney. If the if the audio was working better, I, I would find it. But basically, George Clooney accepted this speech, or accepted this award at the Golden Globes, and then spent several minutes talking about Michael Fassbender's penis <laughs> in his accepted speech. I need to hear this. At he some said, point. I'll, "I'll I'll find it. Okay. I'll find it." If not, we could do it off air. <laughs> <laughs> Colin, any is, any is thoughts? This Golden on- Globe, you speak of? Yes. Oh, is no. it some kind of? Oh no. <laughs> Arcane orb that grants its holder powers of virility and cunning? No. <laughs> Not in a direct way. I guess indirectly, yes. Okay, neat. What's your question? <laughs> we didn't have any further questions. I didn't, well, basically, it's a, why do you think why do you think the world needs what you're giving it? <laughs> is my question. Why, 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 why do you talk the w- that way? It's no, your I whole thing. I, I'm going to guess that you're just, you've been like tipping a feathered cap your whole, the whole time. Yeah. In a dandified fashion, of course. Dandified. Colby, I spent my, my youth just a, 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 a rogue and a ragamuffin jumping trains. Oh, my God. T- t- stowing away on various uh, schooners to far and distant lands. Then where do you make music? and Far East. Uh, Miss Rubin, I was going on a long-form yarn (laughs) that was going to eventually come to answer Mr. Smith's question. I have a new question. Please do not interrupt interrupt my meandering yarns. If we were on a ship and I were a grizzled seaman telling you a yarn and you interrupted it, you would be cast overboard by an infuriated crew. That's okay. I get very The yarn teller is the most respected man on a boat. <laughs> okay. May I proceed? Sure. <laughs> As I told you, there I was. Just just no no place to put down my cape and call home. Banding about from port to port, making music with my hurdy gurdy <laughs> and thinking to myself, ah but like many an Etsy user, I was born in the wrong generation there's no room for me here in this big world of uh 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 buildings and uh uh honda civic uh-huh and and then i just made a, a an album that's basically just you know like a a weird bad uh steampunk the series of vignettes, and I thought I'll just put it out there, you know, just express myself, put put stuff out into the universe. You know what I mean? I read that somewhere, and everyone just fucking loves it. Everyone loves it a lot, and no one has been able to explain to me why. I'm still ignored at, uh, you know, cocktail parties and whatnot. For really odd for smelling of 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 incense. Oh well, and never mind. and and. and <laughs> And and old tweed, they I think get I'm a now. freak. Well, why don't you buy new tweed? But they they love these hits. 
I'm not buying new tweed, Miss Rubin. <laughs> Why? <laughs> <laughs> the very phrase itself is an oxymoron. For something to be truly tweed, it has to have been woven in the 1930s or before. I... Otherwise, it's, uh, uh, what's it, rug. It's just called rug. I don't know. I feel like there's so many fashion students in this city. You can find someone to make you some new tweed. For sure. <laughs> I'm not buying new <laughs> tweed. You, this is exactly why I don't want to live in this newfangled modern world with its, with its, 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 its doohickeys and contraptions. <laughs> you, don't and choice, and I, you don't have a choice, though. You don't have a choice, though. But I, I do, Colby. I do. Why don't you? I don't to the greater public at large, I have been using my, again, inexplicably large Decemberist money to conduct or to, 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 to uh, put together an H.G. Wells-style time machine powered by crystals using <laughs> no electricity whatsoever. Wow. It's currently in its final beta stages. I sent it to my close friends to test out bugs. As those beta reports come back, it will be ready for use, and I will use it to return to really, and again, my music is not specific on this, anywhere between, like, the 16th century and 50 years ago, uh -huh. depending on what I think is most whimsical. Why don't you, could you live at the Renaissance Fair? Could you, you, like, move I am not in? allowed back to the Renaissance Fair. What did you do? Because I fell in love with one of the horses. <laughs> yeah, that that seems right. <laughs> A lot of my songs, when you see the word she or you or her, it is not about a human woman, but about a very coquettish horse. <laughs> it's about a horse. They're all about a horse. Wow. I'm not surprised. Most of them, sure. <laughs> Which one isn't about it's a horse? She was a gay old mare, flopsying here and there, brandishing her skirts willy-nilly in a flirtatious fashion. Oh, the horse? Be a young man. Are you in the private? Horse. Are you in private? Am I in private currently? Yeah. Yes. No, I'm with my large family, Miss Rubin. <laughs> yes, I'm in private. Do they feel Okay. Does what feel okay? <laughs> Does your family feel okay? Your non-existent family. Yeah. I was being sarcastic. Gotcha. Oh. Okay. <laughs> family. My mother was a gypsy, and my father was a duke. So I'm gonna I'm gonna just throw out some modern day uh, contraptions, as you call them, uh, uh, Colin, and you tell me what you think of them. Okay. Shoot. Um. Uh, the Amazon Alexa. <laughs> ah, a tall and leadly muscled Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> a queen that many would fight for, that many would love for, <laughs> but she has no room in her life for any love but the love of war. Okay, how about uh, the Oculus Rift? <laughs> Did you drop something? Is that that? <laughs> excuse me. Nothing. Nothing. Go on. 
It's funny. It's funny, Colby, because I remember years ago at the World's Fair being presented with the Oculus Rift. <laughs> the philosophers of the time said it would transport your mind to anywhere it might want to go if you simply strapped on the spectacles, sat back, and let your mind wander. Mm. But where that Oculus Rift took me... Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I door slammed where I was. <laughs> <laughs> it took me out of the yarn. <laughs> the thing about yarns, Colby, is you've really got to get into them and you've got to stay there. Totally. I agree. It's just gone. The point is, the Oculus Rift just made me relive moments in my childhood. You know, um, uh, getting in tavern fights, mm -hmm. uh, Losing my last bobble in a game of dice. Uh, seeing my, my fine ship, Gwyneth, sink into the Sargasso Sea on my last mission home. What about, uh, did, you, did you hear uh, Tamagotchis are making a comeback? So, what? Tamagotchis. Uh, explain what I, I explain what a tamagotchi is on, to an old in. salt like me. Okay, tamagotchi is like a Japanese manufactured electronic pet, and it's on a small little palmed circular thing, and it's got four buttons, and that's how you keep your electronic pet alive. And it's it's got a keychain uh, on it, so you can attach it to your keys. A pet you keep in your pocket, eh? Yes, like a familiar. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Like a familiar. Like a familiar. <laughs> ah, okay. Well, uh, there was a period between 2004 and 2007 where I walked around with a long, with a with a ferret in the coat pocket of my blazer. <laughs> I took it out at parties and put it on people's necks. <gasps> Did they to like to start it? conversations? To start conversations. Uh, okay. I thought, I thought it would be to end, uh, to end the conversations. Oh, no. Generally, well, the way I envisioned it going was, was for them to, they would titter and say, ah, what is that tickling the nape of my neck? <laughs> but what would happen is they would scream and knock everything over in a frenzy. Sure. The ferret would escape, and I would slink back into the coat closet, <laughs> not to leave for several hours. Oh, I have a song about that. Oh, oh, and which album is that on? Uh, that's on um, what? Which one was it? Her Majesty um, the Decemberists. Uh, <laughs> no, this was a. This was one was called Different Kinds of Swords. <laughs> it was a. Can it you was sing a it for album. us? The entire album? Well, no, I mean, the song I about can... the ferrets. Yeah, the ferret song. The ferret song? Yeah. You guys won't, you feel comfortable putting me on the spot? Is like that what it is in parentheses, the ferret song? <laughs> Different kinds of swords, well, sure. parentheses, the ferret song. <laughs> well, well, the album was called Different Kinds of Swords. Oh, Each oh, okay. The track was about a different kind of sword. Gotcha. So this uh, one is called Scimitar, you... the ferret song. <laughs> I was literally about to say scimitar. Yes, good guess. Mm. Scimitar is my favorite kind of sword. Yes. Wow. Because you look at it and you think, ah, that sword doesn't quite fit in. Okay, let me begin. <laughs> ah, 
with my silken sash about my waist, I draw my curved avenger. That's, that's another word for scimitar. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't mean to laugh, but Curved Avenger really got me. <laughs> that could be a name for uh, penis. Colin, uh, we we have to uh, we have to take a little break. Um, but <laughs> it was great talking to you. Yeah, keep doing <laughs> what you're doing. Please keep thank it up. You. Thank and you if for you giving have... me such. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I just wanted to thank you for giving me such an, illustri- an illustrious audience. Oh well, it's, you know, it's it's the least I could do here for you, Colin. Can I call in every week forever? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can. You, everyone else does it. Okay, great. Uh, Monsieur Smith, uh, Mademoiselle Rubin, I bid you good fortune. Au revoir. In the seas ahead. What? I said au revoir. French for goodbye. Oh. That, that's weird. Okay. Okay. Goodbye, Colin. Goodbye. Bye. Wow. Colin from the Decemberist, everybody. Wow, I think maybe that's the most famous person I've met. Yeah, I mean, me too. Uh, well, Judd Apatow <laughs> called in last week. But, oh, wow. Uh, otherwise, uh, yeah, let me see if I can play this really quick clip. Yeah, here we go. Was this we George go. Clooney? There's George Clooney at the Golden Globes in whatever year this is. Oh, wonderful young actors I met. Uh, I'd like to thank Michael Fassbender for taking over the frontal nudity responsibility that I had. <laughs> oh, I love it. Hey, Michael, honestly, if you can play golf like this with your hands behind your back. <gasps> there. There you go. There you go. Oh, go for it, man. Do it. Scathing. Yeah. <gasps> wow. Okay. Well, That's... on that note... <laughs> We have to take a little bit of a break, uh, but we will be back at 11 o'clock. Uh, Young Persons Radio with me, your host, Colby Smith, and my guest, Alana Rubin, right here on Radio Free Brooklyn. Um, we are going to take a quick musical break and then be back at 11 for one more hour, uh, filling in for points of order this week. So if you're tuned in for points of order, uh, I'm sorry to disappoint you, but don't turn the radio streaming app off no. on your device or laptop. You stick around right here. We'll be back uh, with me and Alana Rubin. In the meantime, we're going to hear a hot track from that new St. Vincent album <gasps> that came out this week. Have you oh, heard this? Yeah, I yeah, love yeah, it. yeah. This is the title track. <gasps> this is Mass Seduction. Oh, my God. Okay. Uh, it's, it's, it's one of my faves. I'm so excited about this. Uh, I think she is so cool. She's the best. She is no, so Annie. cool. Hold on. We're going to let this ad play first. Uh <laughs> You did hear a little bit of it. This is a re- this is a uh, a uh, uh, an ongoing thing here on the show. Is that I go to play a song and an ad plays, <laughs> uh, and this is a nonprofit station, and it shouldn't. <laughs> well, so that's that's the drinking game that they can play that's at home. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Here's uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, anyone? Yeah. Well, well, you guys want to start a website? Yeah, it's easy with Squarespace. <laughs> 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 anyway, uh, again, Young Persons Radio will return at 11. We're here till noon today. Um, so stick around. We'll be back in just a few minutes uh, with me, Colby Smith, and Ilana Rubin here on Radio Free Brooklyn. Here's St. Vincent. Back in a moment. <laughs>
We're back. We're back. Welcome, everybody. Welcome back to Young Persons Radio right here on Radio Free Brooklyn with me, your host, Colby Smith. Uh, if you are tuning in for points of order, I'm sorry to tell you that they are not here this week. Uh, they, I'm not sure where they are. Last two weeks ago when we did this, they were at a Jets game. Uh, so maybe they're back. Maybe they're back at that. Um, but, uh, uh, thank you all for tuning in. Please, uh, uh, stick around. Uh, we will be, we'll be honoring them, uh, with some sports talk later on in the program. But this is the second hour of Young Persons Radio, uh, a comedy call-in show that I, Colby Smith, do uh, from 10 to 11, uh, every Sunday morning, right before Points of Order, uh, and happy to fill in for them this week uh, when they are away. My guest today, if you are just joining us for this uh, hour, uh, is a wonderful comedian who hosts a number of shows throughout the city, including My Hometown with Lana Schwartz, with whom she is a, uh, which, well, I should say, with whom they are the comedy duo Nanners Comedy, and uh, she also hosts Sick, a show about illness and injury. Uh, and, uh, uh, we've been talking for an hour, and we're gonna keep doing so. Alana Rubin is here. Yay! Hello again! Welcome back. I'm, uh, I'm unsure about how much we should reset, uh, or just go, like, right back into it. I think we've uh, covered it, right? Yeah. We've covered it. Yeah, we keep going. Yeah. <coughs> now, uh, yes. again, well, well, why don't we do some, uh, why don't we do some sports talk? Okay. Right? I, I We'll do sports talk. Do some sports talk. Okay. Queens! You're Please. from Queens, the Mets. Uh, I'm not a Mets fan. <laughs> <laughs> are you? A, are you a baseball fan, Alana Rubin? I was very into the Yankees for like a couple years, mm-hmm. uh, and then I just got busy, and <laughs> I just got busy, and That's I couldn't make that so commitment funny. anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I'll say this uh, about the, this, the the World Series playoffs yeah. that are going on right now: the series is is down to New York. L.A., oh, Chicago, and Houston, and I feel like in that uh, arrangement, I'm vote. I'm throwing my support behind Houston. I feel like Houston should win. Yeah, Texas has been through enough. I I feel this will be like the Saints winning yeah. the Super Bowl after yeah. Katrina. Yeah, New York doesn't need it. Now New York needs to clean up its act. <laughs> yes. and you know what we got. Bill de Blasio needs to make some changes, and then the Yankees can win. I'm so glad that you brought this up, because last week on the show, I played a clip of Bo Deedle telling (laughs) Sal Albanese to shut up, uh, or he's going (laughs) to smack him around like de Blasio did. I love that. Uh, If we could, for a moment, get very deep into the New York mayoral election uh, that is coming up. I mean... Uh, (laughs) Bo, Bo Deedle's incredible. Go on. Well, I just don't like Bill de Blasio. Uh, Interesting. Here we just go. Done. So here, I, I I have noticed, I drive, I have noticed that a lot of the streets have been, like, repaved and stuff like that. Uh-huh. But I just don't know that he is allocating our funds uh, appropriately, and I think he needs to just be a little bit more um, understanding about the situation with the MTA and not just put it on the state to help us fix it. Like, mm-hmm. obviously... I just, I also hate Cuomo. Uh, yeah. I yeah. just think there's so much corruption uh, that needs to be exposed. There is. And I'm not liking it. <laughs> Who are you? Uh, you going to vote for Fielder for uh, for uh, DA? Uh, I honestly don't know. Uh, I have to do a little bit more research. Uh, I just, I, I have to, I'm not prepared yet 
Uh, I just don't know what to do about Bill de Blasio. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, he's, he's going to be the mayor again. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I've, I have understood that that is a little bit unavoidable, but I, I have to take a closer look into what can be done on a more local level to sure. sort of yeah. change things. Don't you think he's better than Bloomberg, though? I feel like it is comparing chicken pox and the measles. <laughs> They are both <laughs> awful. And, That's uh, very funny. I just, I don't think, they, I mean, uh, people have said good things about Giuliani after 9-11. I was 11 years old. I can't really speak to all that. I think I his stock has gone down since, uh, yes. since then, now that, we've understand, that we understand that like broken windows policing yeah. isn't maybe the way to go. Yes. Uh, Giuliani, Giuliana. Giuliani. <laughs> Giuliana Margulies. <laughs> should be mayor <laughs> of New York City is what I'm saying. Uh, oh, but a fun thing about the Dodgers. So when they used to be the Brooklyn Dodgers, yes. my dad lived around the Bums. corner. From Jackie Robinson. Oh, really? Oh, my goodness. Yeah. That era of baseball, I think, is so fascinating, is that you would just, like, see the baseball players, like, walking to the deli. Yeah. uh, Which I think is very cool. He was not friends with Jackie Robinson, as you uh, (laughs) may or may not have assumed. And for that, I will always resent uh, very greatly. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm, my uh, my grandfather is a uh, is a Dodgers fan uh, because they were once the Brooklyn Dodgers, yeah. and that's who he used to watch on, on oh. TV when he was uh, a little, little bitty boy. Is he from Brooklyn? No, he's from West Virginia. Oh, in fact, yeah. But they don't yeah. have a baseball team, do they? They do not. No. So the field was open for for him to oh. throw his support yeah. behind anybody. And I mean, how great! How great! Yeah, they went to the Dodgers. Yeah, and now they're in a, they moved to LA too. So. Yeah. Everybody's moving to LA. Everybody, <laughs> Everybody's the Dodgers the first they set the trend. They were the first yeah. person to move to LA. How do we have a good comedy career? Well, we follow the baseball team. How do you feel about uh uh California? I believe you and I have sp- <laughs> spoken in yeah. our waking lives yes. about uh, uh an affection you have for Los Angeles. I yeah. Well, okay. I whenever I go there, I love it. Uh as far as like just a city itself. Uh mm-hmm. I think I would love it uh, if I moved there. There are certain things that I have been contemplating now. Um, I think, like, in terms of my career, if I moved there, I think, mm-hmm. like, I would have a lot more anxiety, maybe. But that is something that I am prepared for, yeah. I think. Um, but also, because of global warming and the fact that it is still 75, 80 degrees some days in New York City in October, mm-hmm. I was talking to Lana about this last night, I feel... Like, this is what it would be like to be in L.A., and I would feel this constant pressure to, like, be doing something, and then I always had to be, like, enjoying the nice weather. And mm-hmm. so, like, I like when the weather forces me to be a hermit because then I just, like, have a natural break from things. Yes. And this is just, like, like how how would you cancel plans if you're in L.A. and it's not raining, you know? Mm. like <laughs> Yeah. Or, like, the subways <laughs> are fucked up. Like, you could just be like, oh, yeah, I guess I'll stay in traffic for... 40 minutes and yeah. then I'll be there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a lot of time to listen to music, I guess. Yeah. And I would, there. my car does not have an auxiliary cable or oh. like a jack. I know. Very, woe is me. Yeah. <laughs> the car that I own does not have a way to play an iPhone. The car I drove in high school was made it, it, uh, in that sweet spot bet- while uh, cassettes were going oh. out and the aux cable had not yet come in as like a day-to-day thing. Yes. So it had a radio, a CD player, and nothing else. 
So, like, it, it, I'm sure you had this, too, where they, they would sell those little devices that was like a little tape. They called it a tape deck, but it was like a uh, an audio cassette thing that had an aux yeah. cable that you could use. So I, I had no recourse to that yeah. avenue. So I was burning a lot of CDs well into, you know, all throughout yeah. high school. It is, uh, I wish my car now does not have a cassette, a cassette thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jack, I don't know. Is it always a, a jack? Deck. A tape deck. Uh, it just has CDs. And my old computer, this is like such a stupid thing to complain about. My old computer <laughs> could burn CDs. My new computer cannot burn CDs. I, it, doesn't, it doesn't have a drive, right? It doesn't, doesn't have, have a, a drive. drive. I miss that thing it's like, so why, much. Can we all just progress together? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I can't, I can't buy a new car just to play my <laughs> iPod. Yeah. And like it's just like it's like little stuff that's so stupid. Like there's there is an iPod deck in my car, but it doesn't have the new jack. Ah. It has the old you. It's like so it's so dumb. Yeah. It's so absolutely stupid and annoying and <laughs> I hate that I'm complaining about it. <laughs> but yeah, I listen to a lot of top 40 and people are always like, "Oh, you know a lot of songs." And I'm like, "It's cuz this is the only thing I can listen to in my car." Yeah, it's all you have. I feel like I hear uh, all of my top 40 at the grocery store. Ooh, interesting. <laughs> because yeah. the, the, uh, the key food here in Bushwick uh, play, attunes to the top 40 station. That's good. They know their clientele. So I'm going into, I'm going into get. What's your favorite top 40 song right now? Right now? Let's look at the charts and okay. I'll pick one. Right. I wanna, I'm going to say Billboard. Billboard charts. Yeah, Billboard. I'll tell you, Cardi B is at the top, I think. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, that is, I'm in favor of that, Yay! 100%. Uh, I like that song, and I like uh, Boot and Taylor Swift off of there. <laughs> I hate her. Wait, uh, well, I, I don't hate her, for, certainly. Uh, I, I am like... <laughs> Hot 100? Billboard notches. Hot 100? Yeah. Oh, you know what number one is? Rockstar by Post Malone featuring 21 yeah. Savage. You know what? You and know Bodak what? Yellow. Can I say something? Yeah. Uh, I really like Post Malone. Uh-huh. Um but his album, this is not off his album, but his album came out last year. Or, yeah, literally almost a year ago. And only now are his songs charting on Spotify. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, I messed with the chord. Sorry. Oh, uh, no, no, you're good. Fine. <laughs> yeah. um, only now are his songs charting because they like someone took a viral video of him singing I Fall Apart at one of his shows. <laughs> and it went viral. Yeah. And now his songs are on Spotify, and it's yeah. like, yeah, where were you guys a year ago? Yeah, but, uh, you were in, you were in there. I really like that. <laughs> uh, I like that one that the Selena Gomez one. That's like the dark side of the moment. <laughs> what? <laughs> you know, I don't know what it's called. What is it called? I'm gonna look it up. That too. I'm gonna look that up too. Dark side. Uh, is it the? She has one bum, horrible bum, song. Bum, bum. That's like bad liar. Is it the moon? Dark side of the Is it, is it it ain't me? Oh, yeah. And it goes like this. Oh, I got it before the ad started. Nice. <laughs> take nice. that. Don't take your shots. <laughs> I don't know where you go, even away you go. Yeah, 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 yeah. My sister loves that song. I like it. I like it too. <laughs> My sister is 38 years old and she doesn't really text that much. And she texted me one day and she was just like, I love that Selena Gomez song, It Ain't Me. And I was like, I guess that's not, I'm looking at the charts that it's not even really on there anymore. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I have mixed feelings about Selena Fucking Gomez. Shape of You is still on there. Hey. I mean, come on. Hey. Come on. Hey. Come on. Leave Eddie be. <laughs> 
karaoke now. <laughs> Dark Side of the Morning. Yeah, Dark Side oh. of the Morning. Like, that <laughs> Look, is for sure Pink Floyd. <laughs> the acoustics in the, uh, in, the, uh, <laughs> in the key food aren't top. I thought it was moment. Anyway. I can't. I don't <laughs> want to hurt anyone's ears by singing with my congested <laughs> voice. But just know that... You so have that. a beautiful karaoke voice. <laughs> I have a beautiful karaoke. Everyone should know. What else has we got? And I'm fighting to keep it inside. I'll be if Marta's listening. I'll be fascinated to hear what her favorite top forty song is. Because oh. uh, Marta, uh, Marta's, uh, 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 I, I don't want to say my favorite caller because Tim Keck will get upset. But <gasps> well, where is Tim Keck right now? She's my favorite caller. Let her be the favorite. Marta's my favorite caller. Are you gonna call in? Anyway, uh, I don't know. Uh, the cut uh, it might cut out for a moment, but uh, uh, I, but she has uh, uh, she has hard and fast opinions on music. And I, I love that. Love to hear what her favorite top forty song is. If you're listening, call in. If it's on, if it's on her radar, nine zero four. I love talking about three five one zero seven two nine. That's nine zero four three five one zero seven two nine nine zero four three five one zero seven two nine. Sometimes I feel more equipped to talk about music than I do about comedy. Yeah, I, I mean, I know what you mean. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, I don't know. I don't know what it is. <clears throat> well, because it's the thing you're like trying to work on. It's like, there, yeah. you, I feel like with that stuff, uh, with comedy stuff, it's a lot of like, after you've been doing it for a little while, you realize how much you don't know. Yeah. In a way. Yeah. And that can be disorienting sometimes. But I'm sure that that's the same with any career or yeah. like uh you know pursuit especially of the artistic yes. nature yeah yeah of it yes but they're all different i guess yeah i gotta I, who should get more like like artists on this show Ooh, yeah like i don't painters. know any i don't yeah 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 i don't know i had lisa levy on here who's a who's a graphic artist who also does a show uh and i'll, I'll give it a plug it's thursdays at 2 p.m it's dr lisa gives a shit Ooh. but it's it's less i mean she has artists on because she is herself an artist uh, yeah but it's, it's very much a free-ranging interview show it's not particularly about yeah. art um i don't feel like i don't know any, i feel like there was a period in like 2013 <laughs> where like I was going to shows at Silent Barn <gasps> and like meeting people who were doing zines yeah. and stuff like that and then it just stopped. Uh but, well, I guess you got to go back to Silent Barn. I don't want to go back. <laughs> Look, this is nothing, go. this is nothing to do with Silent Barn specifically. Uh we're <laughs> happy that they didn't burn period. down, <laughs> you know. They they did they're back now. I I think at the same location. Um, um but, but uh well, Quibby's, the last venue that we hosted, Quibby's Bookstore. Yes. They have a bunch of zines. Oh. I'm sure Steve at Quibby's could put you in touch with a yeah. bunch of people. They sell art, uh, that like cool, cool art. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All art is cool, but this is like a different kind of cool yeah. art. Like, yeah. And I, yeah, I feel like he'd be, he'd be able to help you. Definitely. Shout out Quibby's Bookstore. <laughs> hey, hey, I'll do it. I'll go. Yeah, it's in Williamsburg. I was a, a elated. Uh, uh, Hustle is this web series that our friends uh, Reka Shankar and Matt Strickland are, are doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Uh, they, whenever they were doing their Kickstarter, one of the prizes was you got a like a tote bag full of like art by female artists. Oh. Man. And I was like, oh, this is perfect. Like, thank God, some just cool art I can have yeah. in my house. And now I do. But, you know, it's never enough. It isn't ever enough. I have uh, bare walls. I I have two paintings that I have yet to put up on my wall. And they've <laughs> been on my wall for a year. Doesn't now. it feel like a huge undertaking despite how little yeah. time it takes? I'm just not like, I feel like I would just end up like hammering a nail into my wall and then like cracks would just appear oh, yeah. all over my wall. Yeah. We got to get a stud finder, you know, you got to get a yeah. stud. And that's already, I'm, I can't do that. <laughs> I mean, I don't have one. I have to watch TV. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. 904-351-0729 if you want to call in. That's 904-351-0729. Now, if you are, uh, if, you're, if you're here for points of order and you're still sticking around, you didn't catch the first hour, you would know that Ilana and I Started doing the Young Persons Radio guest questionnaire and only got one question in because (laughs) we just got off on such a roll. We got distracted by the Decemberists. That's right. That's right. Colin. Exactly. So let's let's continue. I'm excited. Uh, Let's continue with the the questionnaire. The next question, Alana, is, this is my favorite question of the questionnaire. Ooh. (laughs) What is a movie that you know is bad but enjoy anyway? Oh, God. I usually oh, get that Lord. reaction, too. I should start telling people I'm going to ask this question because everyone's like, I wish I had had. Yeah. Uh, well, I can think of one. <sighs> okay. <laughs> uh, I think the name of the movie. There are two. There are two. They're sort of like in the same vein. Uh-huh. Uh, I think it is, man, I think the title of the one I'm thinking of is either... I think it's Two Night Stand. Two Night Stand. It's okay. with Miles Teller and this really annoying actress. Oh. Do you see it? Yeah. It's coming up. You want to guess the Rotten Tomato score? Uh, 23. Oh, not too far off. 39. <laughs> yeah. 39. Here it is. Here's the, uh, here's the, here's the, uh, uh, cons- oh, no. 39% yet no consensus yet. Rotten Tomatoes <laughs> sucks so much. Oh, I hate no it. No consensus. Here's the, an online hookup turns into something more after a snowstorm traps two lovers, Miles Teller and Anna Lee Tipton. <laughs> oh, I hate her so much. In one's New York apartment. I won't say hate. Sorry. Hate is a bad word. Uh-huh. I dislike her very much. Okay. But you like this movie. I really like this movie. <laughs> I really like this movie, and I don't know why I have tried to get my friends to watch it. I, <laughs> so honestly, many times. this is I I would not need to be convinced that much to watch this um, two night stand. I can't remember if we started watching it and they were immediately like, "Oh God, no," uh-huh. or if we just never watched it uh, because I just know I haven't had that victory yet. <laughs> it is. I don't know. I don't know how much you want me to tell about this movie, but it is exactly what is described there. This girl, I think, has broken up with her boyfriend. I forget the exact beginning. And Jessica Zor from Gossip Girl is her roommate and, like, has a great relationship. The guy who plays her boyfriend is also, like, a relatively well-known actor. Can you look at the IMD? Oh, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not there, so I I don't remember his character's name. Uh, But, like... So she goes She goes to this guy's house, I think, for a first date. And it's Miles Teller. And they, like, they get snowed in. They quickly, like, they have a really nice night. Or okay. Like, 
I don't remember the details. I think maybe I just like it because Miles Teller is in it. Uh. <laughs> but he reveals at some point that he still has a girlfriend. Mm. And it's like, really, dude? Wow. And it just like it's just a weak female character, and like just everything you'd expect from a bad Ravka. But there's a element of you get to live out being snowed in with Miles Teller. You, yes, right? Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. And there are moments of like sweet connections that are nice, and yeah. I like. I just I kind of like. I don't know. I like uh, rom coms that, for the most part, take place in one in one space, mm-hmm. like bottle rom coms, if you will. <laughs> oh, I will. <laughs> if, you know, you don't have to, but if you will, um, yeah. And the second one would be same vein. I don't know if it's the same people, but that awkward moment also with Miles Teller. Uh, oh, and Zac Efron and Michael B. Jordan. That one sounds more uh, recognizable to me. Yes, it. They two had. Uh, I think Two Night Stand was like more the same indie. year, two thousand fourteen. Yeah, I think Two Night Stand was more like. Not well known. Uh, that awkward moment had an actual like uh, promotional <laughs> plan. The IMDb summary is: three best friends find themselves where we've all been. <laughs> Hyphen at that confusing moment in every dating relationship yeah. when you have to decide. So dot dot dot. Where is this going? Yeah, let me tell you, we Amazing. have not all been in their positions. <laughs> um, Imogen Poots plays Ellie. I also. Don't think I like Imogen Poots. Oh, Mackenzie Davis. I might have to. Who's have to. Mackenzie Davis? Mackenzie Davis is the lead on uh, um, Halt and Catch Fire. Oh, which is now all of a sudden everyone is yeah. talking about. Uh, she was just in Blade Runner. <laughs> and um, she, speaking of uh, mediocre rom-coms that you uh, uh, love regardless, an answer in that vein for me is the movie What If, starring Daniel Radcliffe and Zoe Kazan. Oh, my God. And it is the most rote like young person uh, rom-com plot where like Daniel Radcliffe meets Zoe Xander at a party and he likes her, but she has this boyfriend. Oh, God. Uh, and uh, it's, uh, but, but is it great? Uh, is it? I kind of like it. Yeah. I'm going to watch it tonight. <laughs> Cause again, it's my, it's getting to uh, uh, feel like what it would be like to date Zoe Xander. <laughs> we have a superstar caller <gasps> online, Ilana. Oh my God. Who is it? Uh, uh, is this, uh, 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 is this Elise Morales? <gasps> called into a radio show before oh my god i've i haven't either hello but it sounds very thrilling can you hear me <laughs> yes i can hear you i thought maybe for a second i had been immediately disconnected. <laughs> <laughs> you, you you got to you got to say i've never called in before and then something yeah. went wrong. <laughs> and then you would never call in again. <laughs> something terrible happened now Elise, how are you guys we're doing great how are you doing I'm great. I literally woke up two seconds ago. I set an alarm because I was like, I have to call Colby at 1130. Yes. I asked you to call in because you have just, uh, uh, important shit that doesn't matter. It was the podcast that you and Ian Griffin Mm -hmm. Adams hosted for for many years and had just relaunched as The Forum. Woo! Yes. We've done it. We relaunched um, basically so that people would like kind of know what the podcast was about when they heard the name of the podcast. (laughs) Um, And so that we could advertise on Facebook because Facebook wouldn't let us buy ads because shit was in our name. Uh, And you're also not allowed to like, you can't like asterisk it out. Oh my God. Gotcha. 
um, which is unfortunate. But now Facebook is not allowing us to change the name of our Facebook page, and it's like a whole thing. I right. Well, we got to take down Zuckerberg. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm we, so I'm surprised to hear that because uh, uh, you know, if anything, based on what I've been reading in the news, Facebook's just doing really good stuff lately. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's like they're usually so on top of yeah. who their users are, yeah. what their needs are, what those users are after. So it's just so strange to me that they would drop the ball on letting us change our Facebook name. Completely, it's I completely hear that. So admirable how how big they got, and they're still just able to be so tuned in. Exactly, just the model users. for how a company should treat yeah. its uh, its user base. <laughs> yeah. Is- oh yeah. And the they're, society they're that great. It serves. They're really, really attentive. And they, the thing that's cool about Facebook is that they know what's going on on their platform. <laughs> they know. <laughs> oh, I hope Zuckerberg's listening. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mark Zuckerberg listens every week because yeah. uh, he, he might be the only person I'm cooler than. <laughs> <laughs> Mark Zuckerberg. Well, Mark Zuckerberg also is always listening at all times to all of us. Well, that's a good point. There's no way to escape him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now, Elise, your your show for people who don't Mm -hmm. know is is uh, is basically about life online, as it were. Is that fair to say? Mm -hmm. Yes, life online is a perfect way to put it. We talk about the social medias, your like websites, (laughs) (laughs) your Googles, your aims. All that kind of now, will the Now, will the forum take basically the same sort of format as uh, Important Shit It Doesn't Matter, where it's a, a, a guest sort of talking about their experiences online and how they, they uh, sort of exercise that part of their life? Yeah, so it's slightly different. We changed things up a little bit. So right before we launched, we added a section to the show that was really fun called What's Trending, where we just talked about, like, internet-related, like, social media things that were in the news. Mm -hmm. But what we found was that that section was always just me and Ian talking because not everybody always knows the thing that we're talking (laughs) about to, like, contribute to that conversation. So we have now divided the episodes up, and one week will be a What's Trending episode where it's me and Ian where we both kind of bring, like, something that's in the news that we wanted to talk about. And then the next week will be more of a, like, traditional IS. TDM-ish episode where we have a guest on and we talk to them about, like, their, you know, early internet use and, like, whatever. Usually we have a reason why we brought them on. So next week's episode is Bob Volfov, who has a very funny Twitter. He's got many followers. Twitter superstar. People meme accounts are screenshotting him. So we talk to him about just, like, how to get a ton of Twitter followers. Oh, that's good. He's definitely living well online. Mm -hmm. Yes. I would say. Yeah. He's, he does well. <laughs> he does very well. Shout out. <laughs> he wanted to do shout outs. <laughs> oh, man. That's so fun. And the first episode, uh, is which fun. is the What's Trending one, is, is up now at forumpodcast.com. Yes, it is. And you can find us on all socials at the Forum Pod. Even, actually, if you type that into Facebook, We'll still come up because they oh. let us change our little like handle thing okay. and our little tag. The only thing they won't let us change is the name of the podcast because mm. they say that um, 
it will be confusing oh my God. to the people, to the sure. 311 people who like our page. They might become confused. Wow. I, I guess I, in theory, understand that, that policy and that you don't want people to like a page that's like uh, uh, like nasty women for Hillary, and then they changed it to like, uh, uh, you know. Uh, like Richard Spencer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, immediately after everyone just liked degree it. change. Look, see, you look at this page you all like. <laughs> look how many people believe I in I definitely my get it, and I, so I'm consistently every day sending appeals to the faceless robot that like makes, <laughs> the algorithm decision for Facebook and like trying to explain to this robot like no like we we announced that we were making this name change like here are all the different places on this page where you can see that we announced this name change like our followers will not be confused uh-huh. they'll be more confused if we continue to have the name but again it's just a robot that I'm talking to yeah yeah and robots don't care about human podcasts yeah they're all very stubborn <laughs> Yeah. Robots are very. Stubborn. They care about. They care deeply about their own podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't God. extend that to humans. It's a robot podcast. Yeah, humans are in very high competition <laughs> with robot podcasts. Yes. <laughs> now, Elise, since I have you here, mm-hmm. let's let's talk about Instagram etiquette oh. for a little bit. Let's okay, okay great. Because I I. I feel like lately I've just been just been accumulating these gripes, and I gotta put them somewhere. And here it is. Oh, I'm excited! To I know someone. Okay, great. Who uh, will say say this person goes to uh, like a wedding, for example, right? Or it doesn't have to be a wedding, just like great. any kind of event. Uh, this person will post multiple photos from this event, right? But not like using the album feature mm. or even just a couple right after each other for successive days. <laughs> After the event, it's like, here I am at the wedding and it happened today. And then the next day, it's like still thinking about this wedding. Then two days later, it's Thursday. It's like, ah, TBT to that wedding from last weekend. Is does that suck? Because I think it does, but I can't pinpoint why. Wait, I have a question. Yes. Is this isn't their wedding? No, no, no. This is a wedding that they just attended. Okay. I would say that it is against Instagram etiquette. Yes. To post that many photos from the same event. Generally, I personally would say that you that Instagram is one of those things where you don't really post a ton in a day. Yes. Like, it should be kind of limited. I usually only, for me personally, I only post, like, once on Instagram a day. But if you are at, like, a wedding, you know, it's okay to post, like, okay, here's a picture of me and my boyfriend. Here's a picture of me and the bride a couple hours later. Uh-huh. Whatever. But you got to think about how, you know, your profile page looks. And if it's just all that same event, it's like, it's not a dynamic picture for you to be sending out to the world, you yeah. know? Yeah. And also, yeah. your followers are sick of seeing that wedding. They didn't go. No. Yeah. They're like, go to a new event. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. It feels to me yeah. like a tacit admission that you have nothing going on in your day-to-day life. Yeah. Yeah. Well, some people, I mean, yeah, I... you got to, like, I mean, I know it's hard. A lot of us have had good picks that we don't post because <laughs> it would be, like, overkill. But totally. you got to pick, like, the two or three best images from said event, and then you use those. And you can... Save them for TBTs, like, later in the future. That's always an option for you. But you don't want to overwhelm the feed. That's true. Completely. That's why the album feature... that's my professional opinion. The album feature, I think, is is good for this 
Yes. Thing. Yeah. Specifically those it, people. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, go ahead. I feel like I don't use the album feature a lot, but maybe like maybe in 2018 I'll get. <laughs> yes. I've used it maybe one time. It's the same. <laughs> yeah. I also feel like when I'm scrolling, I don't necessarily notice that someone's got an album right away. Because uh, it's, it's like just those little, yeah. those, those little dots. Yeah, that's like also a problem. And sometimes I'm like, oh, I, I want all these pictures to be prominently featured. Yeah. What do I do? Yeah. yeah. I, I also, I get self-conscious about posting multiple in one day. Uh, so I really like the album feature. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also am like, are people looking at these other great photos? Yeah, and, which one is the like getting? Yeah, and you can't be sure. Because I'll like... Just a first it's photo. It's definitely the first photo in the album yeah. is getting the like. Unless you're unless it's like your swipe through is like a fun reveal. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Oh, that is sometimes a good people idea. Have, sometimes people will do a fun reveal, you know, every swipe is a bigger zoom into the picture yeah. and then the final one you realize something funny about the picture. Yeah. This is this is a joke format I've been seeing lately. I gotta do this more. <laughs> I gotta say, I love that. <laughs> I love a good slow zoom. It works on me every time, almost yeah. every time. I should say. I I actually have a very good picture for this. Uh, I w- I went to a dog, like you know, dog stores. I didn't buy a dog, but <laughs> I was looking at the dogs, and in the front window there was like a bunch of little dachshunds. And one of them was like resting its head on another's body, and mm-hmm. the, like the eyes were like bulging out of the head, and it, lo- it just looks like he's so focused on something. <laughs> so I kind of want to do one where it just zooms in and in and in on the eyes. You can in I the mean, album I might, Hey, you guys have motivated me. I, I might <laughs> do it now. <laughs> yeah, the album feature—that's what it's for. Yeah, I also always like a good um, on Twitter open for a surprise and then you open the picture and when it gets bigger there's something funny in the picture yeah. that you didn't yeah. realize was there oh it's the best always love that twitter's great actually well <laughs> yeah twitter's I said pretty it good and immediately was like well sometimes no <laughs> i don't think a lot of times no i think it's well again, twitter also sold us to the russians let's not yes. forget yeah let's all not forget yes. I, I said twitter's great but i have to do you know the only social media thing that was not that has not been like implicated in having like Russian infiltration is Snapchat. Oh my god! Interesting. Okay. They're probably like the yeah. Americans won't because it's not. It's so personal. Like you can't really get. You, like you would definitely, definitely notice if a Russian bot is like. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Vladimir twenty twenty wants to be my friend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like who the fuck is this? Someone yeah, so showed there, me. It's the only. It's the only one. Pokemon Go was in. That I, I <gasps> saw that. I saw that as well. That Pokemon how, Go was in. But like, how would they? How would they disseminate their like agenda through that? I don't know. So that I don't really <laughs> understand. I just keep seeing headlines that are like Pokemon Go was infiltrated and the Russians used it to stir up racial tensions. And I'm like, is that how easy it is to stir up racial tensions yeah. in the U.S.? Oh are we God. sure that like just some Russian guy in Moscow didn't just want to play Pokemon yeah. Go remotely? So you know, it, the, yeah. Oh my god. 
Someone showed me this thing uh, recently where you, 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 they, you, they would do these, uh, um, they, these propaganda sites do these videos where it's like they would have like a famous actor say something conservative that like was a lie. You know, yeah. uh, it would just be like a picture of someone's face like with the quote next to it and yeah. be like, agree with, you know, agree with uh, like George Clooney or something. So the one I saw was, mm-hmm. the one I saw was the, just a photo of Jeff Bridges. Right. It's like a very serious, like black and white photo of Jeff Bridges. And next to it, it came up with the quote, uh, uh, if immigrants are going to come to this country, they need to learn English and swear an oath of allegiance. And it was like, end quote. And then it was like, share if you agree with Jeff Bridges. (laughs) And I thought it was so funny that Jeff Bridges is the one that they picked for this. Just like imagine the dude. Imagine an alt-right, the dude. <laughs> Just being so like, we gotta have a trade war with China, man. <laughs> oh my god, this is really changing the Big Lebowski. It really. Is. <laughs> yeah. Oh my yeah, god. Yeah, would really take that uh, that movie in a different direction <laughs> for sure. Jeff Bridges was a neo-Nazi in, in the in the goal in the fucking what is it called? The Big Lebowski. I almost yeah. said the, the Gold flag Lebowski. really brought the, the room together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Gold Lebowski is the alt-right there. version of the Big Lebowski. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, boy. Well, Elise, thank you so much for calling. I can't wait to hear uh, uh, the next episode of the show. Yeah. Uh, and again, that is oh, forumpodcast.com. It's so great to talk to you. This yes, of course. Both of you. Yeah. Well, have a, um, a, a great... Well, enjoy the rest of yeah, I think we're about to say the same yeah. thing, which is enjoy the rest of your I'll, Sunday. I'll say it too. Have a great day. Have a happy Halloween. Yeah. Yeah. We're, yeah. And, uh, it's uh, Halloween party season. And everybody check out forumpodcast.com. Uh, please do. Thank you, guys. Bye. Bye, Elise. Oh, Elise Morales, superstar. Great. Superstar here on Radio Free Brooklyn. Young Persons Radio. I, with me, great. Colby Smith, and... Our guest today, Alana Rubin. Me! I love Elise. Me too. She was the, one of the first guests on the show. Really? Yeah, I think it was like a fifth oh, or yeah. sixth episode. Yeah, that, yeah. I mean, I sometimes I'm like, oh man, I've known her since Improv 101. Yeah, yeah. Which is wild. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, great. <laughs> known her a good long bond, time. Good bonding uh, moment uh, about uh, Elise. A, a talent that only grows with every passing day. That's true. That is uh, true. Yeah, I, Elise mentioned Halloween, uh, and I want to oh let boy. everyone know that next week is October 29th. Yes. It will be the Halloween episode of Young Persons Radio. <gasps> this might be, yep. All I'm going to say about it. Okay. Except that you in. will tune in, and there will be some surprises. And you're not going to want to miss it. You know what? I don't like Halloween, but I'm going to be tuning in for this episode. I uh, uh, am not a fan of Halloween either. Really? Um, Everybody seems to love it. But I feel very alone. This episode, uh, uh, is, it's not related to Halloween <laughs> in the way that like there's going to be ghouls and ghosts. Okay. But uh, it will be scary, and there will be, uh, let's say, costumes <gasps> involved. Wow. And we're just going to know what the costumes are. You're going to know when I post about it on Instagram this week <laughs> to promote the show. And that's anyway. The promo is the most important thing. Yeah. But you you don't like Halloween either. No. I wasn't raised with it. Mm. Uh, my dad never let me dress up. Okay. Treat. Um, and I also just, 
And I, I was upset about that because, like, I had friends who went out and did it and I, like, had to stay home. But I also just don't – I hate masks. I just, yeah. Like, I just – I hate them so much. I, I like horror movies, but I like psychological horror movies and, like, like murder mysteries. I don't like Freddy Krueger. I don't mm. like Jason X. The, I like the Scream trilogies. I can't explain it. But that, that mask just haunts me. Did forever. you see It? No, absolutely not. Okay, okay. so <laughs> it falls not. into the kind of, like... I would never... Clowns should be illegal. <laughs> I would never watch that movie. I Sometimes I'm on the Vulture site, and I scroll up, and there's just a thumbnail of Pennywise, yeah. and I am <laughs> horrified. And it always catches me off guard, and I just spend the rest of my day, like, writhing in anger. <laughs> um, I, don't, I don't like it. I don't... Why do we have to scare people? That's should fair. Just, everybody should hug <clears throat> each other, and that's it. Uh, I mean, I liked it. Yeah, I've <laughs> but, heard it was good, but I just I'm distracted by. Yeah, you totally. Know. Uh, yeah, I I just hate in New York, especially this feeling of like, yeah, you like get your costume together and you're like all proud of it, and then like you're 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 going out to a party and you got to get on the subway, and then more often than not, you're sitting next to some poor dude who's like wearing a. a fluorescent MTA vest and is clearly coming off like a 12-hour shift. And you just got to sit next to that guy as if you were the same. And I'm just like, oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) This is a lot that you want to deal with is like dumb... Like, like dumb young people, yeah. like having a good time at the end of your like your long ass work day. A hundred percent. And I think everybody, I think people act badly on Halloween. Like, and people, it's ex- it's 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 excused. Yes, it's excused. It's Halloween. We're in, we're in costumes, and like the only thing worse than a bunch of drunk youths. Yes. Out in public are a bunch of drunk youths in costumes. Yes. <laughs> and think they're so funny. And I'm a youth. I am a youth myself. I don't think I'm old by any means. Um, but, but we're I, terrible. We're terrible. <laughs> we can be so terrible, especially when we're drunk and out in public. Yes. Like, and then to throw a costume and a, then a scary costume on top of that? Absolutely not. I'm nope. not here for it. No. Not Completely agree. Completely I'm going to drive to my friend's Halloween party. <laughs> I'm not taking public transportation. <laughs> and that is my... Right and also privilege. <laughs> yeah, well, sure. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, uh, uh, I, I was Fran Lebowitz for Halloween a couple years oh, ago, and I feel I like, like I've never done better than that because That's I was just nice. a shirt and a jacket, and I could take the wig off while I was in transit <laughs> and, uh, and not on. feel quite as obnoxious. Yeah, I like that. I, I like night. I like costumes that are like. I don't get a lot of references. I've said this to people before. <laughs> There's like a lot. I in pop culture I'm not aware of or haven't heard of yet. But I do enjoy costumes that are references to pop culture. Sure. Because I t- but not the scary ones. <laughs> not the scary ones. I'll yeah. draw that line. I feel like this year you're gonna see a lot of uh a lot of Wonder Woman. I'm gonna be Wonder Woman. Uh that's a good one. Yeah. That's a good costume. I bought it for uh, comedy purposes, but it was expensive <laughs> so I was like, this is my Halloween costume. <laughs> Yeah, I know. It feels like I, I have like costumes and props at my house, but it feels like cheating. Yeah, just, like... it's a Halloween every day for me. Yeah, yeah. Nine zero four three five one zero seven two nine. If you want, we probably have enough time for one or two more calls. Uh, if they're, uh, if you want to call in, that's nine zero four three five one zero seven two nine to call in. Nine zero four three five one zero seven two nine. I didn't want. I don't want this to end. 
I, I know. I feel like I could do another hour. I know, me too. This this next show is a pre-record. Otherwise, I would just <gasps> lock that door and not let the stroll show come in. If it's a pre-record, can we just record over it? <laughs> <laughs> I guess we could just keep talking. Yeah. Like, we could leave everything on the board. Who's going to stop us? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know who would stop us. <laughs> it was the, 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 uh, the station manager. <laughs> the, wait a minute. I think I pulled the cord. Because I'm tangled up in wire. Oh, uh, I well, I mean, if you can still hear yourself, then you're okay. Can you hear me? I can hear I can, you. Okay, yeah, now yeah, I yeah. can hear myself. <clears throat> um, okay. Yeah, uh, I, uh, uh, I, I should say, too, I haven't talked about this in a little while, but um, Radio Free Brooklyn is a completely independent, nonprofit station. We do not sell advertising. We do not sell products. We do not sell anything. Uh, for anybody, we are supported entirely uh, from donations from listeners such as yourselves. So if you want to learn how you can support the station, you can go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.com slash pledge. That's RadioFreeBrooklyn.com slash pledge to find out how you can get involved, uh, either on a recurring basis or a one-time only uh, donation. Uh, there are lots of options for you on that site. And if you want to sponsor this show in particular, if you've liked what you've heard for the past two hours, that's right, yeah. two hours, um, then you can go to rfb.nyc slash YPR and click the link at the bottom of the page that says sponsor this show. That's rfb.nyc slash YPR. And this is Young Persons Radio on Radio Free Brooklyn. I'm your host, Colby Smith, and with me is Ilana Rubin. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to think how, uh, I was trying to think how we should end yeah. this. Um, and uh, uh, there are a couple a couple things that I that we could do. Okay. The chief among them is I have not done this on the show in a little while, uh-huh. but we are going to make some inspiring speeches. <gasps> okay. So I've got some music queued up, and then, you know, uh, uh, and I'm just gonna you know I'm just gonna start it off, and then you can you can take the first one. It'll fade up, and, and it I can, can say anything. It can be about anything you want. It can be uh, earnest speech, like uh, Kevin Bauer just recited a JFK speech when he wow. did it. Or it can be about, like I, I once did one about how uh, uh, we were going to be back in the high life again, and I faded <laughs> this into the Steve Winwood song. Uh, so it could be about anything. You just take, take a couple seconds, center yourself, and then you give me the high sign when you're ready to go. Okay. And it'll come up. Uh, okay. Okay, here we go. Here we go. You know, you don't have to feel pressured to, like, whine uh, when you're over 25 years old, um, it's just a beverage, um, and you can really order anything when you go outside. And just because your friends are ordering wine, it doesn't mean that you have to drink it. Also, um, it's kind of like everybody has a favorite drink, and not everybody's favorite drink is gonna be wine. Um, some some Someone's drink can be orange soda, you know, like Kel. Uh, and someone's drink can be a milkshake, like Khalees. Uh, um, but your favorite drink can be even water. And honestly, you're better off for it. So if someone ever shames you for wanting something other than wine, just remember that wine is only for some people. And you are an individual and you don't need it. Don't drink the wine. Oh my god! <laughs> I covered it very well because I uh, didn't want to uh, uh, 
have the audio leak on, but uh, I yeah. was in tears. Oh, <laughs> I you know I just want I just want to just now move people and help is, them see. It's the so funny that you say that because <laughs> just last night I was on the train with my friend and I said I saw a boxed wine ad on like on the subway. And apropos of nothing, I mean, apropos of that, but like we weren't talking about it. Yeah. I just said, I don't care for why. <laughs> I don't either. And like, I think I like the idea of it more than I actually like to drink it. Yeah. Oh, I, I think I'm allergic to it, to be honest. Oh, well, but yeah, not, but you shouldn't like it. <laughs> well, but I don't know for sure. And I'm not allergic to grapes. Okay. I just like get very congested after I drink it. And oh, interesting. I just don't think it always tastes good. And I like the idea of like having a like a elegant drink after sure. work. But I also don't drink after work like at home alone. I don't really either. So it's just it's and like I don't know, this is something I I struggle with. <laughs> <laughs> what a dumb struggle. I I don't like drinking with food, really. Yeah. Uh, Wait, what about water? I mean, uh, drinking alcohol with. Oh, food. okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course, I drink with a meal. Some people don't. I don't. I. I, I need it. I need yeah, that. I, I need. Do I need some water. I do. Um, but uh, but uh, drinking like wine with dinner, I, I don't enjoy. Yeah. Uh, I don't either. It makes it like gross. Yeah, I mean, because it's a very, it's a very potent taste yeah. that overwhelms everything else. Yeah. This is a, this isn't like, spot or not? Tim Keck's about to call up and just be like, "Oh, I got the." Like, no, it's not that. It's That's a, a good hey, impression. <laughs> hey, Colby, I got the market on the food stuff. Oh my god, that is a great Tim Keck. Can't believe I can't believe he hasn't called yet. I'm. There's still time for you, Tim. Nine zero four three five one zero seven two nine. If you want to call, or don't you know? Don't do me any favors. I'm upset he hasn't called. <laughs> he calls most weeks. <gasps> uh, is it me? It Tim, might, is it me? You know, sometimes he just drops off. Uh, uh, he, actually, he might be out of town. Uh, not an excuse. <laughs> no, I mean, he's called from Florida before. He's called from poolside. See? <laughs> See? Tim, if there's something that you want to say to me, call up and say it. It's one of the great, great things about the show is that, you know, I think we, uh, we incorporate every America that there is. We've yeah. got beach. We've got cool, tough New York, hard yeah. scrabble New York. We've got uh, sunny Florida. You've got wherever the uh, December sky is. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. You, you, we've got uh, a relic from another time. <laughs> uh, my friend Max called from Pittsburgh once. Oh, my God. <laughs> what? I mean, I'm going to call from everywhere. Yeah, yeah. I prefer if you call uh, on the road. Okay. I'm going <laughs> to the Dominican Republic in January. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, with my mom. Nice. A little family vacation. Yeah. Right okay. on. Uh, so I'm going to call from there. I can't remember the last time I took a tropical vacation. I've never had one. Well, there you go. Yeah. I mean, I've never been to the Caribbean yeah. other than Florida. I had uh, a friend who, like, every year would go to the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. And she would always come back with her hair braided. Like, That's problematic. <laughs> See, now, between the two of us, we just got both pronunciations of the word. Carib- you had say? Caribbean. I said Caribbean. I don't know which Ooh. one is right. My oh, whole my life. God. Somebody call in and correct yeah, us. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. 904-351-0729. We've got precious few minutes left. Uh, here, so. were there any other questions? Oh, or was there? There any- were. I mean, there are a bunch. Uh, let's do this like one final quick one. Okay, let's see. I'll try and answer it quickly. Let's see. Oh, what is a TV show you wish more people watch? Not one that you think is like underrated necessarily, but one that you wish you could talk with more people about. Oh, <gasps> Shameless. Ah, I yes, guess, maybe Bill Macy. 
Bill Macy. Emmy Rossum. Jeremy Allen White. I'm just listing cast members because yeah. I haven't well, seen Well, they're the all show. on it. They're all on it. Uh, I, but I'm sure there's something else, too, that I'm not even thinking of. Mm-hmm. There is a show that I watch that not a lot of people watch. That, oh, Narcos. Yeah, I don't watch that either. It's so I guess, good. Like, I, I have one of those. I'll pick one. Which uh, one should I do of the two? Uh, Shameless is uh, already in like its eighth or 100th season. All right, it's too late. <laughs> Narcos is only in its third. And it is so good. That, that is more magic. It's so good. I can't even explain. All right. We have one call on the line. Let's do it real quick. Real quick. We have precious few minutes left. Caller, you're on with me and Alana Rubin. Hey, it's James Foltek calling. (gasps) Wow. There he is. There he is. Right under the wire. Yeah, dude. Wow. James, we said that. I just wanted to say. Say again? Oh, we, before the show, off air, uh, we were saying that you came out of the womb cool. <laughs> oh, yeah. boy. Yeah. I don't even know how that would be possible, <laughs> but I'd like to thank all my doctors and nurses at Wayne. <laughs> Helped me come out so cool. Um, I did apparently come out of the womb with, like, like Superman with, like, one fist extended. <laughs> Um, so that feels pretty cool yeah i think that's probably the coolest way you can do it my hypothesis was correct i mean (laughs) um anyway i wanted to come in and say hey how's the show been going it's just been a blast it really it's flown by james Uh, you guys this is interesting now because uh i'm now talking to the only two people who have done two-hour versions of the show Oh, which the one was hour better? Just kidding. You don't have to answer that. I won't. <laughs> I won't do it. <laughs> we should combine forces and do a four-hour one. Yeah, <laughs> oh, my God. And just keep it rolling until yeah. finally we've taken over the airwaves forever. Yeah, yeah. then it's a 24-hour stream. <laughs> I, I think that is my dream a little bit. Uh-huh. <laughs> Oh man, how's I remember when Human Giant took over MTV, and that was like the oh. coolest thing I've ever seen for Whoa. 24 hours. Oh, we oh, yeah, we could that do does... something like that. Yeah. We could do something like that for sure. Hey, Colby, you have the power to pitch this. I do. Yeah, yeah. I know people around here. Yeah, yeah. You're <laughs> around the guy. <laughs> I got connections to Radio Free Brooklyn. Yeah, some gr- grease some of those palms. That's right. <laughs> what are you doing, James? Uh, I've been having some my morning coffee, watching, uh, you know me, I'm a big political freak, so I've been watching the Sunday morning shows. Nice. Um, and I gotta tell you, these guys in Washington, (laughs) they don't know what's going on. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we talked a little bit about the New York mayoral election. Uh, How do you feel about de Blasio? Oh, yeah. I think he's okay. I've, I've been, I've been a little disappointed, um, but he's certainly the best option we got at this point. I wish there had been a better challenger to him in the Democratic primary. But yeah, yeah. What are you going to do? That I, uh, is sort of what we said. I watched. A, I watched a little bit of the uh, his debate with Sal Albanese, and yeah. Sal Albanese. It, it, I watched it for in the first five minutes. Sal Albanese says the following sentence maybe thirty times: <laughs> "I am the New York City story." <laughs> 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 Somebody um, told him, like, that's your ticket, kid. keep hitting it, Saul. <laughs> yeah. Sal. Well, the New York City story. <laughs> he's been around forever, too. I feel like every election cycle, he's, like, 
Sal pops up. Yeah, yeah. He, he believes in his story. Yes. <laughs> He's the New York City story. It is the New York story. I know. Oh. And now it's, it is a real earworm, actually, now that I hear it out loud. Yeah. Right. All right, James. Well, we got to wrap up, unfortunately. But thanks a bunch for calling. Great. Bye. Of course. And you know what? I won't, I won't sleep in next week, and I'll call in earlier. Hey, that sounds yeah, great. Yeah, I will, too. Awesome. I love that. All right, dudes. Bye. We'll talk soon. Have a good Sunday. See ya. Bye. Ah, oh, good. Man. Great. Sal, Sal Albany should, you know, someone should tell him about the moth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> someone should tell Sal Albany about the moth. Absolutely they should. What is that guy doing? Well, Alana, uh, we have no time left. Oh, uh, but uh, should we go out to uh, uh, the Kurt, Kurt Vile and Courtney Barnett? For a little bit. Oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay, yeah, yeah. cool. Well, thank you again so much for sticking thank around for, for double the usual length. Ah, oh, this was the best. Thank you for having me. Uh, it was so much fun. I, I hope you come back sometime and uh, again, call in sooner than that. Anytime, and yes, I will. Great. Uh, <laughs> and everyone should check out uh, nannerscomedy.com for any of the number of ways they can see you uh, perform and oh, yes. uh, uh, your web series, Secrets and Lies, as well. It can be yes. found on there. Um, so that's nanners, N A N N E R S, comedy.com. Thank yeah. you again so much for coming. Thank you for having me. Be sure to tune in next week for our Halloween episode. This has been Young Persons Radio here on Radio Free Brooklyn with me, your host, Colby Smith. Stick around for the Stroll Show. In the meantime, here is Courtney Barnett and Kurt. Vile! Oh, that I didn't catch the ad. I didn't catch it. We got two, one. Skip ad. Hey, bye everybody.